and we are back. back I hope that got caught at the start of it recording podcast number two. We're here. It's a Thursday evening, long day of work just being put in the bank. But we made it. Sunit, what is good? I just want to say first and foremost, before we kick anything off, I hope you can see and feel the energy that I'm bringing to this one today, Ryan. You've always got a new mic. I know you can hear the quality, the crispiness of the quality. I know there's a few people laughing at me last time, laughing at my expense, but look at me now. Things have changed. Things have changed. I'm excited. I'm excited. I can hear a bit of noise. There's no tapping on the window screen of his air traffic control mic. A lot to talk to today. And we're finally getting into something. Finally. But anyway, let's just start. How is your day, Sunit? How's your week going? You know? It's not too bad. It's not too bad a week so far. Days are getting a bit shorter. I don't like how dark it is already at this time of night. But yeah, can't complain. Can't complain today, this week. It's been, it's been pretty chill for me. What about you? Mine is going... It's been a tough one this week. Work is loading up. Oh. I get this... I get this kind of lump in my neck when I'm a bit stressed and sleep finally disappears at just disappears so but what you know when you get into that Thursday suddenly things just start to feel better you know the workload is still there but I don't know I can see I can see the light at the end of the tunnel and then I was like oh but we've got this podcast today you know what I call, yes. you know what I call Thursdays I Go call for it. Friday Eve because mm. you're just about to hit that sweet Friday, that amazing, beautiful day. That is Friday. I'm here for it. Well, let me just get into this. Oh, you're sipping a cup of tea. I'm going for a beer, you know. It's Thirsty Thursdays for me. I know it's your Friday Eve, but I'm going to sipping an Estrella today, folks. But anyway, before we get into some other topics that we've been thinking about, I just want to pull up one thing that's been on my mind. So... This year is the year of Netflix and Amazon. You know, we've spent a lot of time, more than any in our life, have had the opportunity to watch TV shows. And especially now, it's getting darker, more time for TV shows. So the other week, I go to Sydney, I say, Sydney, you know, Netflix is starting to get dry. It actually has been dry for a minute. What, what, what are you watching? What are your recommendations? And this guy comes with, let me quote this, you know, when people are coming in with this kind of heat, I, ha- I have to take a second. So he goes, I've got a show for you. Within the first 10 minutes, you'll be cooked. What have I been watching, Sunny? I believe you've been watching The Boys, right? I have. The Boys and Amazon Prime. Now, have you watched both seasons? You're telling I'm, me? I'm done. I am up to date. I've finished it all. So tell me, what what is your perception? Right, you know, go into it. Okay, so me and Ryan actually we always speak about this. Don't we? we talk about when we when you're bigging up a show, a film, or whatever, you've got to be careful what you say because you don't want to overhype it. You also the other person you're you know recommending to might not be of the same taste as you. So it was a very bold call for me to say, Ryan, in the first 10 minutes, you're going to fall in love with the show. But the reason why I said that is because something happens in the first 10 minutes of the, that first episode 
and it was a madness. Okay, <laughs> and I was thinking, and I know you, you like me, and I was thinking, if he sees that, he is gonna be hooked. And then basically, actually, it's an incredible series. Can I just say it's incredible? There's, I mean, I can't find too many plot holes with it. Personally, I don't know if you've seen the second season yet. How far are you into it? I've got the last episode of season two tonight. Okay, season two is unreal. Every single episode in season two is like a movie on its own. Wow. I, don't know if, I don't know if you found out, but every single episode is like a movie on its own. And I don't really want, I don't know if we can give spoilers because people aren't having been watching. No, no spoilers yet, but okay, we're getting, we're understanding what you're saying. So let me, let me tell you where I'm coming from. Okay. You've given it this high praise, so initially I'm coming in a bit like, hmm, <laughs> I'm going to need to see something that's going to make me question. You know, I don't know if you watch Ozarks, but the ending of the last season was a game changer in terms of having to rewatch something. Mm. So anyway, I'm thinking I'm coming in with this type of perspective. I'm like, okay, I'm also have time <laughs> on my hands. I'm completing isolation on Sunday. Finally, I'm free. But I was like, this is going to be a bit bit of a binge. You know, mm. I've got I've got the weekend free here, so it's going to be a bit of a back to back. So I go in. I know that. The scene, you know, it is shocking, but I'm like, okay, my main issue up front is that it's superheroes. Let me, let me retort, let me retort, because that's why I don't really like telling people what this show is about. I don't like telling people, when I tell people to like, try and explain what the storyline of this particular TV series is, it just doesn't sound good. It sounds like some, like you said, like a little superhero series. I mean, we've seen Avengers. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be dead. And I can't explain to anyone and make it sound good. So, yeah, I just like you, when I heard superheroes, I was like, ah, okay. So like, I've seen superheroes and I'm like, mm, not sure if this is me, but maybe this is kind of a Game of Thrones situation where initially I'm thinking it's dead because of the genre. But then I watch it and it, you know, it surprises me. And season one, yeah, great, loved it, right? Okay. As a binge watch, it's a bit heavy because it's an hour episode. But every the ending to every episode leaves you needing to watch the next. But it's one of those shows where you can pause halfway through. In my opinion, you can pause halfway through. And you you stop there and then you can go and pick it up the next day because the end you have to watch. You have to watch the start of the next one. So then we move into season two. And being honest with you, the start of season two was disappointing because I was disappointed with the end of season one. But where I am now coming into the last episode, so I'll give you the update next week, (laughs) is that it's reaching some greatness and i'm excited for tonight i'm excited to sit down tuck in get ready and comfortable to enjoy a good finale yeah we may we may need to just when you've seen it all we may need to hit people with some spoilers just so we can discuss in detail what actually goes on because there is some crazy scenes throughout and i actually agree with you i do agree with you like the first season the end towards the end i wasn't i wasn't like that excited about the end of the season one. I liked the storyline, I liked where it was going. You're right though, the ending wasn't amazing of season one, right? 
But I just felt like season two, just it, it just picks up. It just picks up beautifully. And it's it, just... It, it's redeeming itself now. It's redeeming itself now. So, you know, go watch. I'll take that. Go give your reviews. And it's the thing that we've said it many times. If you're going to come in with such a high review, sometimes it almost spoils the show because you're setting it at that pedestal. Quick examples, 1917. Break into two TV shows today. I just wanted to mention that one up front. Yeah. I'll take that, though, because, like you, like you said, I came, I came a bit hot. And I even clocked myself coming in too hot as I was playing with you. And I thought, oh, I need to try. And I, and I didn't know how. At that point, it was too late. I was like, how do I calm this down? I've just come in and said, within the 10 minutes, he's going to be hooked. I didn't know how to retract from that. So I already kind of ruined it. And I was try- I was hoping, just praying, that it's still enough. So the fact that you're saying, you know, you're still, you're still with it, I'll take that for now because I gave it a lot of praise. Well, it's a good job that I got to where I am in the season because if, it, if this was two days ago... Different conversation. It's a different conversation. Okay. Anyway, let's move on a little bit here. You know, we've not be talking that much throughout the week but we've given a few notes of where we think we're taking this conversation today and it looks like it's going to be surrounding money you know a bit of millennial money and a bit of our purpose purpose in the work in our work lives now that sounds quite deep when i say that it's like whoa (laughs) first podcast we're already talking about purpose of life we're talking life here it's my favourite subject. The title. It is the name of the podcast. And actually, the re- I think it's not random as well. I Because this actually, ha- this week, I did have a, have a thought like, over the weekend when I was, just as like I was going to bed one, t- one night, I think it was a Sunday night. And it just, I just had a thought about purpose. So it's not like a random, we've just come up, like this is actually something that has, has been on my mind for the past few days, so. So how how often are you going to bed thinking about purpose? <laughs> Listen, not, I'll be honest, not a lot. I'm not always thinking, oh, what's but recently I have been. Ooh. Because of this lockdown 2.0, mm. it's got me thinking. It has actually got me thinking, like, what what, what is going on? Okay, let me start, actually, because the reason why I wanted to talk about purpose was because what had happened was, obviously, I think it was Sunday night, and basically... I'm the kind of guy, and I've said this for a while, and I've said this to my family, include mainly my mother, because she's always on my case. And I always say to her, Mum, I am perfectly happy, right? <laughs> perfectly happy, yeah, for the rest of my life, doing nothing. <laughs> and what I mean by that, I don't mean like, I mean, because she's always thinking, no, like, she tries to pretend like she loves her job, okay? <laughs> I call her out a lot, I call her out a lot, and she tries to pretend like she loves it. And, and I always say, yeah, but what? But the question is, though, like, the only way you can truly tell if you love your job is if someone took the money away from you that you get from it and you'd still do it. That is the real question. I always I always used to think the old nice me to hear the sirens and you <laughs> know in, in effect Manchester's lighting up tonight. Did any man? Anyway, so, carry on, carry on. We're serious about that here. But we I always used to think like I'm happy, chilling, comfortable on my ones in my room, watching a bit of Netflix, watching a bit of TV, and doing stuff with friends, just like not really having something that I have to do. I've always, I'm not, I don't need to have something to do. Like, I, I, I'll, obviously I'll make stuff to do that I want to do, but I don't need to have something to do every yeah. single day. That is not, I, I, in my old me, 
used to always say, I don't need that. I don't need to, I don't need to be confounded by, I've got to do this. I've got to wake up at this time. I'm slowly starting to realise, I think I might actually do. I think I actually might have to, I like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have something to do every day for work. And as mad as that sounds, I genuinely think I would go crazy if I didn't have something to do. And lockdown has taught me this because I don't, okay, I don't know if it's just because of society and society has kind of pushed us in that direction where we have to be doing something. So you either have to go to school or you have to work, one or the two. So therefore now, as I've gotten older and as I've gone through the process, I'm just, I'm just in line, I'm conforming, right? So I'm th- I so, feel like I have to do it. I don't know if it's that or if it's a case of actually me as a person, I need some sort of purpose. I need to get up and have something like, okay, I've got to do this. Like, this is what I'm doing during the day. Even little things like the fact that I'm, nowadays I'm rolling out of my bed to my desk, right? Even that's a bit, it's a bit depressing for me. I, I, I actually want to, I miss the office. I miss yeah. going out and actually having a purpose. Okay, I'm going to wake up at half eight, no, eight, have a shower. The office is literally down the road. It's not even like, like it's far from me, but mm. I can walk to the office. I can go in, sit down and I start work. Mm. Even that, I'm missing it. And I never, ever thought me. Of all people, be a person to say, I miss going in to work. I miss walking in to the office and actually going and having a purpose. So this is a, a lockdown takeaway for you. Because you do you think you would have not come to that realisation if not? Because you're in, a, you're in an accountancy programme right now, which is three years, right? So you stepped out of university and you've, you know, you've got this job. I mean, you had a bit of an in-between period, but you've got this kind of path in which you're doing so you've been busy and you you kind of you know where your goal is and you're working toward that but within that time you've because you've been so busy you've not been thinking about everything else your purpose has been that accountancy degree so now that there's lockdown and you're kind of stripping down everything else that comes with that accountancy that accountancy work all that's left is the work and everything that else is surrounding it has gone away. So now you're starting to think, hmm. Is yeah, that- that's exactly what it is. I feel like it's just because there's so there's so much than just the work, isn't it? There's so much when, when you've got a job, when you've got when you when you are so busy and you're keeping yourself so busy, and we, you've got so much stuff to do. There's so much than just the work. There's the commute. Mm. There's the there's the after work stuff that you do. You know, you put in extra hours. Obviously, I've got, I'm doing within my personal degree, well, not degree, it's a qualification, but yeah. basically it's like you work and you do exams to sort of, sort of kind of in conjunction sort of thing. So even that, just the idea of having to work and then also as soon as you clock off, going into you know exam mode, revising, that sort of stuff, there's a lot that comes with it. And it's just like now, and especially because in the within the first lockdown, I, I was in quite a, a sort of serious exam process. Now I'm in a more chilled, I would say for my work, chilled schedule. So even yeah. now it's, it's even less stuff I'm doing. I'm just thinking, oh wow, like what? what's going on? Like, yeah, I've, I've been going through the same thing in that when lockdown first started, so firstly, I mean, we're both lucky in that our businesses don't change. Like the way we work, we continue to work regardless. Like there hasn't been a stop, there hasn't been a furlough. We just continue to work. But at first you're like, okay, lockdown. Wow, okay, I'm working from home all the time. 
that's different, that's new, it's kind of exciting. So I don't have to wake up and do an hour commute in in London every morning, you know. I have that more free time. So I was thinking, oh, that's great. And I was still, you know, I, I knew all my team members, and so I'm still chatting to them every day. But as that time has gone further and further and further away, now we're seven months in, I've moved to a different team recently. So now I don't, there's people I'm working with every day, but I've never met them in person. And because we have so many Zoom calls, that conversation of just like going up to get a cup of tea or, you know, listening to music in the background and having a conversation about it is disappearing. So it's almost getting more lonely and lonely and lonely and lonely, especially when you're in a lockdown and then after work, you can't even go out and see your friends or, you know, make the most of life that can come from working from home. I mean, working in America gave me the perspective of, wow, I can work anywhere in the world. I can do this job. I was in Croatia, worked two weeks, completely the same. America, three months, completely the same. Yes, I had to do different hours, but I was like, it's the same job. It literally does not matter where I am in the world. So there's more possibilities. That's cool. But when you kind of tie it into what's your social life around that, then it's like, oh man, I actually kind of need, I, I need those work people or those work relationships a bit more than I thought. You know what I'm saying? No, I 100% agree. Like I didn't really, in fact, I didn't, I always knew that one thing I love about my job is, is the fact that I meet so many new people because, I mean, I mentioned the fact that the office, a lot of my job is actually spent on client sites within client offices. So I'm, I'm often meeting new people. And I'm often on a train to somewhere different, which people, might, a lot of people don't really enjoy traveling. But I actually, I actually miss that as well. The, 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 this is going to sound mad. This is actually what I'm about to say is going to sound crazy, but I actually miss commuting. I miss getting on a train and going to a different place. And I don't know if that's just lockdown making me. Go I don't think through. that would be mad for for most people because, like, once you've been getting in a cycle of your laptop is now your your work and that's the same space that you sleep in or the same space that you do anything and it's like god i need some separation yeah that's why people like working separate like i lived in southwest london worked in north london i love the fact that when i was on a weekend or when i'm home i'm nowhere near work do you know what i mean i was so at work as well so it was like i've left i've left work behind today whereas this is like i'm always on if you need me, I'm here. Jesus, I hate that. But I'm, I'm here. Do you know what I mean? But going back to to purpose, I think I've been, I'm a bit different in that I've always, I think I think about purpose too much mm. to the point where it like hinders me sometimes because I'm always evaluating like, what am I doing? Is this what I should be doing? Ah, oh, I need to be doing something more. I need to be, I, you know, should I be doing this? Oh, if I was doing this, it'd be better. Sorry. <coughs> no COVID cough there. <laughs> but it, it's like, sometimes it can get hindering because it's just playing on my mind, on my mind. And especially the time where your options seem more limited because of a, of a time like lockdown. You're like, well, I can't change this now because the environment is not like the economy is not prospering or 
it doesn't seem like there's more opportunities on my horizon. Mm. But I think that's more of just a mindset because there are different ways you can look at it and and get something else. But the way I was kind of talking about and thinking of money this week is my usual morning routine, right? You know, I'm, a, I'm an early riser. Yeah. I like to get up, have a bit of coffee, and then I'm kind of, you know, I'm not going out running or anything all the time, but I like to enjoy a bit of YouTube. Enjoy a bit of YouTube or a bit of modern family, just to lighten the day, <laughs> you know? Coming to the week, good. And I've been watching this series on YouTube called C, uh, it's by the new uh, American channel CNBC, and they've got a, a show called Millennial Money. So it's just short episodes in which it takes a look at people, millennials, how much money they make, where they live. So it's usually like an American city of what they spend their money on. And so that got me start to think, because I've usually been watching episodes every week, uh, every day, and I've just been thinking, hmm, okay, that's interesting. And they're looking at uh, money philosophy. And then I'm thinking, okay, so here's a guy who, I mean, he's doing an accountancy degree. He must be interested in, in money. So what's your what's your money philosophy? How how are you kind of approaching things these days as you you're now starting to put some money in that pocket of yours? Well, the, the thing about moving money, right, is I I used to have a long-term goal. And my long-term goal was very simple. Okay. I just want to get to a stage in life where I'm living comfortably. That was my initial long-term goal. And at that point in time, comfortably to me was basically my parents, which what they used to do every year when we were young, through primary school and secondary school, they used to take us every year in the summer holidays on holiday, right? We'd go away for either a week or two weeks, okay? And it wasn't until I got to this stage in life, right, where now I'm paying bills, heating at this time of year goes up, and paying rent. Are you keeping the heat on in the day? No, nah, I'm not keeping it on the day. Listen, you got you got to save on bills somehow. That's just putting that's just putting money out the window. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't do that. But I'm starting to realise, wow, that that's an expensive couple of weeks for them. Because for anyone who doesn't know, I've got two other siblings. That's a family of five. Okay, that is flights, accommodation, and meals. First of all, the fact I'm even saying this is crazy. This shows how old I'm getting. I'm actually, doing <laughs> I'm actually calculating how much money they're spending on holiday. But I'm thinking, if I go on holiday now, right? Let's say me and you were like, okay, let's go, let's go somewhere, let's do something, a little weekend away, right? I, I'm gonna have to think about that in terms of money. I'm thinking, okay, hold on, mate. Okay, maybe like a month's worth of saving, couple months worth of saving, you know, decent amount. Of... And we're going somewhere nice. <laughs> yeah. Is this Miami this time? Finally. Yeah, we might have to do that. We might have to do that. But think about it's that's a good couple of months, and that's just me. All I'm thinking about is myself, I'm not thinking about my family. I'm just thinking about me taking me somewhere else overseas, flights, accommodations, overseas spending, all that. That's a lot of money. Times that by five, right? That's even more money. I used to think that that that's that's the average. That's like the that's an average life. Like, okay, if I can get to a position where me and the rest of my family are all able to go on holiday every single year during the six weeks holiday where I don't know how long it is these days but during that period with my family if I can take them there without no worries no stress I'd have to think about it then I'm, I'm good with that 
Mm. I'm good. It's only recently now that I've gone, oh, I've realised that's not average. That is not average. That is... So very... how, are you, how are you adjusting your goals then? If you're saying at first it was only just this one long-term kind of thing, what is it? What is your perspective now? My perspective now is you, you can't just expect... You can't just... Act. For me, it's okay. Because I had an, an average in second mile, which I thought was average then, it was okay. I'll go. I'll go through life the average way. I'll get mm. a decent job that, you know, that hopefully has some progression in it. And as long as I've, I'm in, I'm in a sort of I've got a lane, and I've got a chosen career, and, it, and there is progression in that. I'm good. I'm okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm happy with that. But the way I'm thinking nowadays is, and this is mainly through not just my own thought process changing, but just through speaking to other people, people like you. My family as well, seeing what my brother and sister are doing and, and what more my, the rest of my family are doing as well and other friends. And nobody really at the moment that I'm speaking to is just doing one thing. Nobody. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, nobody, and if they're not doing one thing, they don't want to be just doing one thing. They look, they, they know, everyone is thinking about other things at this point in time. It's like, okay, okay, wow. This average lifestyle that I was, I was thinking, if I really want to, achieve the goals I want to achieve, which aren't, and I'm raising, they aren't average. That isn't average. If I want to be comfortable, if I don't want to have to think about anything, I can't be thinking in an average mindset anymore. It's a, I've got to be doing other things too. Of course. Of course, I've got to elevate. You know what I'm saying? got to take that, it up. Yeah, and that is, but that is, it's, it's taken me a while to think, to actually think that, that oh, oh no, that's, okay, well, I mean, you can, that's fine. On a practical level, you're thinking these things is are you implementing that in the way that you like treat your income that that you're getting in now have you got are you still have you got like student loan debt so you got things that you're like okay i need to i need to manage it this way and oh i need to i have like a savings kind of philosophy or i'm thinking about investments or anything like that well right now i'm in, I'm in save mode and I'm, I'm in save mode i'm regenerating because since I've moved to Manchester, obviously, I've got a lot of bills. I've got a lot, my, my disposable income is getting less and less because of my rent, because of the bills, because I've always eaten stuff like that. So there's a lot of extra bills coming in. So for me, initially, it, I had to manage that. And it was difficult to save at that point. Mm. And I went through a period where I wasn't saving for a little while. And, and I was thinking, oh, wow. I mean, ever since I've been earning, I've been saving. That's the kind of guy I am. Just, you know, not, yeah. not just just for a rainy day, you know, for the future to invest. And basically recently, actually, I found a new app called Chip Financial. Okay, plug. Financial, basically what Chip Financial does, right, for anyone who's interested is, it calculates, so it's linked to your bank. It's a credible app, so nothing dodgy about it. It's credible. It's registered. It's registered. I think it was on um, I think it was, a, it was a BBC programme that I think it was on where it was recommended, but, but yeah, it's credible that, but it's linked to your bank account. And what it does is it works out through some algorithm, it works out, you know, your general income that you're making each month, your general outgoings, um, and it kind of works out a reasonable amount to take out of that, out of your account, and it puts it into a different um, different account, the chip bank account like automatically it's automatically it's every account, yeah. week once a week it comes it'll do it so each week it will take out a select amount and it will do that based on obviously how much you're earning and how much are you outgoing so it's not taking up too much 
you can also set limits stuff like that so you can set like um if it gets to a certain point you can say if my bank account ever falls below 150 pounds i don't want you to take anything out you can say you can set limits but mm. but yeah it does that every thursday and i don't even need to do anything mm. just give me a little, little notification chip day <laughs> so yeah i've start. i've set that up and it's going quite nicely in there at the moment so like i have had to because of the move to manchester i've had to sort of re, re you know, regenerate think about saving a lot more because of the outgoings but I mean, yeah kind of, but you're thinking about it and it's you know you're starting to change your mindset from what you grew up with and well, i think i think that's big with anybody our age you know we we grew up with all different backgrounds but the way i kind of see my one and i know i've told you to read this book but have you have you read rich dad poor dad no i was spoke about yeah 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 we have so i like to kind of refer it back to that in terms of my upbringing as well because i think you i grow up and you're like okay what am i going to do with with my life the question that we're still trying to answer you know what am I going to do okay let's stay in school let's get a good job and this is what we're being told by our families you know especially my dad's Nigerian so he's come from Nigeria to England in order to get a better life yeah when he's seen success he's like I want to give my son the best he can and that is through giving him a good education so almost in your brain, you're thinking, okay, I need to make sure that I do this for him as well, you know? But at the same time, you have this notion where it kind of can be a pressure in which you're thinking, I need to follow these set certain rules and then get a job at a corporate company and then you elevate the ladder and that's how you make money. And that's that's probably how I grew up thinking about, about money. It's only when I started like, reading a bit more toward the end of university finally picking up a book and i was like oh okay hmm there are other ways there are other ways here and i'm still trying to understand what those what those best kind of practices are but some of the things that i've read and the things i implement is i try and do like a 10 to 20 percent savings each month i also i, I like the notion of kind of not short-term goals, but goals in which you can kind of quickly explain for money and that make it simple for you. So, for example, if you were to quit your job today, how long could you survive on your money? Mm. Do I have enough in my bank account to survive six months today if I did nothing? Because that then that's then giving me a cushion if I would like to maybe think and reorganize and do other things so that's kind of one of my goals and then once i've once i'm doing once i've got that cushion extra money where is that designated to okay am i classifying that a surplus is that now then going to go into me getting a house or is that now investment money can i feel a bit more relaxed about that because i still have that notion of Oh, I've just worked you know I'm doing those calculations like you you know yeah. you're calculating those holidays I'm calculating I'm like okay if, if I'm going to put this now into an investment and I lose it because that's our natural that's our natural thing to fear 
if I lose it, I've just worked this many hours, this many weeks with this person <laughs> telling me bullshit for nothing, you know? And that's a, that's a mindset I'm trying to, you know, you have to take some risk, but it has to be an educated risk. You know, where can I learn from? Who are the people around me that are, are, are doing those things? And where can I, sorry, where can I put, put my money? But it's so much of that is coming back to changing of mindsets and and being in a in a place where you feel comfortable to do that or not comfortable but feel like you have the empowerment to to do so yeah i don't i don't know the thing that because what we're saying here is we're not saying when you're talking about these risky decisions i don't think it's a risky decision like if we're doing if you're doing something with something else if you're putting all your eggs in a basket and saying okay i don't want to work right I don't want to work at all. I want to start investing. I want to start investing. I'm throwing money here, there, and everywhere. Go on the stock market, whatever. But obviously, that is risky. That, that like, like you said, you, you're taking a massive gamble there. But when we talk about educated risk, we're just talking about not even taking a risk. It's about doing things in conjunction, I think. I think there's nothing wrong. I mean, I've got a nice job. I've got a corporate job, and, it's, and I enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with having that. And if that's what you want to do, on its own and fine, of course. There's nothing wrong with having one lane. But I, I've just, like we said, we're talking change in mindset. I just feel like one lane of, do, of doing it on its own is just so limiting. Yeah. It's so limiting and it, and mindset-wise, and it just, for me, it's just conforming for the sake so, of So you're saying a diversified portfolio of life? Of uh, life? 100%. I mean, shareholders always say, yeah, you've got to diversify. The same thing for life. You've got to you've got to have a diverse diverse portfolio, and you, you, like I said, you're hedging your risks. You're putting your risks in various different places, and therefore, obviously, they're going to become less risky. So it's not really in the end how risky is the investment. Yeah, and that's what you've got to start telling yourself. How risky is the investment if I've got, if I've got X, Y, and Z going on? No, that's that's a good point because when I think about going back to like our purpose and what we're doing, I've always imagined myself doing multiple things so for me sometimes when I'm just doing work just and I don't feel like I'm doing anything outside of work suddenly that purpose drops off because I'm like man I'm not I'm not doing I'm not doing more I need to I need to be not just defined by this work Mm. but defined by this as well and or not defined by this but I'm doing that and I think that can be achieved through so many different things like this podcast is doing that for me like okay i've got this podcast going on these are fun conversations that's something else that i'm doing for work or if i'm into a sport training for this yes oh who are you oh i'm training for a marathon and that's taken up a majority of time it's not i don't i guess it's not always about money well we're talking about money in this sense but there's so much more that can just give you that sense of purpose but also tie it back to money there's so much more that can bring you revenue streams that are different it's just trade it's just telling training yourself to understand and putting yourself out there to have the opportunity and and give it a go yeah and it's not just like for example us two right necessarily mean you have to be doing two things I want right now. That's not, that. I don't think that is really what we're talking about. I think what we're talking about is just having 
being open. Just being open, simple, starting as a point as that, just being open to the possibility of other things, doing other things, not just going through your normal nine to five for the rest of your life and thinking that's okay. Having some sort of plan of, oh, hang on a minute, if I save, if I save X amount of this amount of money, if I, maybe then I might be able to invest in a house. Maybe yeah. I might be able to invest some, if I, maybe if I read a few books two, three times a day on, on the stock share market, maybe I can go into that. Sort of like yeah, yeah. that thing. You know what I mean? It's funny. It's interesting to as well. Just going back to the purpose point, but again, just slightly shifting from money. That I, I agree with that one hundred percent. Just the idea of having this podcast, something like this, something to do. It gives you, doesn't it? It just gives you that sense because you, you you actually got something to to look forward to, or you got something to actually think. Oh, I've got that coming up. I need to be ready for that. Yeah. So that's not if nothing else, something to to think differently about. Yeah. Because like. For work, apart from when you're a new starter, you you get into the rhythm. You know, you know what's coming. Even if you say my job changes differently every day, like I have a job where it's different every day, you know the rhythm of it. You're in the ebbs and flows of what's coming, what's coming to you. So when you've got a different uh, sporting event or a different media thing or whatever, it, it pushes you to think differently and that's like or even just reading that's why reading is so interesting because it's like you're getting all that you're hearing these perspectives that you're not hearing on your day-to-day and that that can just give you a sense of purpose of like yeah yeah okay i'm maybe i am doing the right thing here or maybe i am putting myself forward but again on the progress thing you were thinking that doesn't happen have to happen right now i think that's something i've learned this lockdown in that I, and I think this is from university, you know, you finish university, you go out and you're like, okay, time to make it happen. (laughs) Time to go to the world, time to make some cash, time to enjoy my life, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you got to understand you have all these goals, you set all these goals for you, and they're not going to happen immediately. And especially where we're, you know, we're surrounded by social media, so we're going to see success and sometimes it can get into your head and you're like man people seem to be moving on but I'm not and I'm realizing this this year that progress happens and it happens a lot it can it can happen a lot slower than you think but just because it's not happening now you are doing things to get there and just thinking about it sometimes is enough to keep it alive so like this podcast for example I've been thinking about this podcast for over a year, wrote it down at the start of the year as one of my goals. And I'm like, I was like getting down at myself, I was like, look at, look at this list. I've done, I've not done half of this. Yet here we are now doing it, and we'll probably end up having these conversations now continuously. And it's here and it's like, oh, all that all that thinking of it finally got me there. You know? The probably there was something that pushed me over the edge was our conversation and I was just talking and like, okay, let's go. But it doesn't have to happen right now, as long as you're still living and breathing those ideas. Yeah, what? Yeah, 100% agree. I feel like just the idea of having a conversation about it, it's refreshing in memory. Oh, okay, yeah, it's not allowing you to forget. So I think, remember we had a conversation, I think it was last summer, and um, I remember last, I, was, I was stressed out, I was mid-exams, had a grizzly beard, no trim for a month. It wasn't you a good were, 
I wasn't in a good, I wasn't in a good place. I wasn't. I remember. Place. I think I, I felt. Do you know what? I put an Instagram post up, and after that, I was thinking, do you know what? Sunit might not be. You know, he might not be feeling this this post here because of. Oh no! I wasn't. <laughs> the state he's in, he, he, he's usually giving me all this love on these Instagram posts, and all of a sudden, he's gone quiet here. Is this because I've exposed his lockdown look? Well, you, um, that was one of the most offensive pictures I've ever seen <laughs> in your life. There was no communication. There was no, there was no oh, I'm going to post this. You know, what do you think? There was none of that. It was a post. It was there for the world to see. And, I, and oh my God, that was a horrible look. And I just don't ever want to go back to that place. But yeah, that was an awful picture. Um, and I don't think I've actually still forgiven you for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you know what? And the worst thing is, I know, like, a week later, I was like, damn. I, I, I knew you knew. I knew you knew. I, see, I, I see, didn't care. I've seen, I seen what's happened here. But I'm like, it's, it's out in the world now. Who am I to track back? I'm just sharing a moment. Can I, can I share a moment? You know what? The, the caption was so beautifully written as well. It was like, I couldn't be mad at you. I couldn't be mad at you because it was a nice, wholesome caption. And then I just saw my face and I thought, he has taken this photo and he has not looked at the two people behind him. <laughs> he's, seen himself, he's seen himself. He's thought, yeah, that'll do. That'll do. Catch up picture, post it. He's not even took time to look. But anyway, going back to that point, yeah. I was stressed. I was in a bad situation. I was deep in exams and I remember saying to you we're talking we're having this conversation about what we're doing differently what's going on where's your mindset and I was and I was telling you guys I was like yeah my mindset's still here I still got these goals that I want to achieve but I hit you with a big but I said but right now I've got exams mm-hmm. so I've got exams I've got them again a couple months later so I've got to be focused I can't really be thinking about this too much I've got other things to worry about and do you remember what you said to me Tell me. You said, you said, okay, you said, you listen, you let me run, you let me go on for about 20, 30 minutes. And then you said, (laughs) (laughs) then you said, I've just got one thing to to comment on what you just said. You said, I've just got one thing to comment. You you mentioned that you have exams and that you can't be doing, you can't be thinking like about these other things. Why? Just said, why? Why? Why can't you do both? Why are you? If, you, if you're so deep in exams, stressed so much about these exams that you can't even think, spend a few minutes, hours, whatever a day just thinking about these other things that we're talking about now, then you've, you've got your, you've got your timings wrong. Or you're not, a, you, or you, you're overplaying it because there's no way that you can allow one thing in your life to take over so much to the point where everything else is shut out. And obviously, these exams are incredibly important. They, they should definitely be the focal point and the priority, but that doesn't mean everything else gets shut out. And that was, um, that I opened my eyes. I was like, you're right. I'm, I'm doing this wrong. When it gets, normally when it gets to exam season, it's world out. It's nothing. I don't allow anything. I'm just pure I'm tunnel vision. I'm focused. Mm-hmm. And whilst it's important to obviously have those as the priority of your life, I still should. I still shouldn't have the attitude of that's it. That's it. Focus on one thing. I feel like, like we said, even just having the conversations, just having the thought process, you know, reading a book here or there, thinking about it is enough. 
some other kind of relief in which you're, you're, you're making the space for it. But it's interesting you say that, and it's funny to think back about anyway, but for different people, and I'm just thinking about me in that situation and like how I manage my time, and I'm not the biggest school person, you know? So the way you have to study and you have to go through things, you know, it is intensive. And I'm thinking about Elena, my fiance, people who don't know. She has known from the day she was born, I'm going to be a vet. That's her purpose, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's weird. It's weird for someone who doesn't to be around someone who's like that sometimes because you're like, they've just, they just know their track and they are just on it. They are machining through this track. But even while they're so focused on that, me and Elena talk about it sometimes, you need to have you have have your time to do something else for playing football or it, it's nice when you you're with someone else or you're in a relationship because then that can be your distraction or it can you can give you other reasons to think about things. But it is a why not? Why why can't you think about this? Why does it have to be all consuming? Yeah. But no, that's a, that's a good point, what you said about Elena, the fact is, some people won't, this, this is just our opinions on this. This is just how our mindsets are. People will be like, no, you lot are talking rubbish, like, I'm happy with my job, I don't need to be doing other things, I don't need to be thinking about that, that's too, like, it's not for me. Mm. I'm happy progressing in this particular job, I'm making a lot of money from it, and there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. If that's, that, if that's what you believe your purpose to be, if that's what, where your mindset is, then that's where your mindset is. It's just that me knowing you and us being very similar, our mindsets have changed as we've got an order into this idea of, okay, one thing is, it's just not enough for us. So how do you think, you're coming up now to like another milestone for you. What, is it next May you finish? Your... Yes, yeah, so next, hopefully, touch wood. <laughs> touch wood, touch you've wood. got it. Next May, yeah, I'll hopefully. Next May, you've you've uh, what certified? Oh, actually, hang on a minute, I might have got that wrong. I think it's July. It's not very. <laughs> it's next next summer, it's all the same. Next summer, yeah. So next summer, you become like a what certified accountant or yeah. something of that sort. Qualified accountant, yeah, chartered accountant. So so that's like a whole whole another step, and you'll probably either be propelled into a new job or a different job or whatever. Yeah opportunity does that is that playing on your mind of like okay this 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 new area how am i going to use that once i get there or is it like let me get there first it's it depends when you ask me <laughs> the reason why i say that is is because right now it's it's on mine because i'm in a much more calmer schedule i've not got exams at the moment uh, and i'm just working so right now yeah it's on mine thinking okay this is it because it's all happened so fast. Like it, it's been a three-year-long process. It feels like it should be long, but it's happened so quickly. And when I remember when I first started, I was just thinking, okay, I just need to try and pass these exams because they're hard. And it's Sorry, a very... the mic. The mic is going weird. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear that. Am I all right? Sorry, folks. I think that's better. Some technical difficulties. It was. Yeah, yeah. The mic was tapping. But carry on. Yeah, no worries. So, yeah, so when I first started, I was 
very much like okay, I just need to pass these exams. It was very intense and they were difficult and it was like, it was a whole new new ball game for me. So so yeah, it was very much okay. I'm not not thinking about the future. But it's just all of a sudden crept on me so quick and I've just been going through these exams just like second nature, just racking through them like it's and now I'm here where it's hopefully I've only got one left in in the summer and it's like oh now I've actually got time to think about that mm. and what I'm doing and where that's going to take me and what, what's the next steps what I, what I really want to be doing and I haven't really actually had that it's weird it's strange it's actually this period now is the first time really that I've actually had it I'm having an opportunity to think okay now now I can think about it before I've not had an opportunity to think about it there's been so many exams that's happened so quickly that I've never I've just been about okay let me get through these exams However, I'm coming into a period now, which, like you said, yeah, I'm thinking, okay, now, now I can actually explore what what my options are, and what's going to happen. Mm. It's exciting. It's exciting and times. New beginnings, as they say. But I feel like, you know, we're here, we're talking, we're in our armchairs, giving our giving our theories and our opinions. So I, I just want to. We're coming to the end. So what's what's your advice? The sun, the sun advice of <laughs> the postgraduate, postgraduate student coming into the world. Time to, you know, starting to get a bit of cash in the pocket for the first time. Starting to try and enjoy life a bit more. You know, how how, how are you balancing that? How are you thinking that? And what what would you say to someone? Just, I'm just interested. My my greatest advice is patience i feel like you come out of uni and you're so you, you feel like time's on your on your case you feel like you know you've got to be doing stuff you've got to hurry up and get stuff done now mm. the biggest advice would be just have a bit of patience like you've still there's still a lot of time to work with even now you know it's i don't know how long four years since i graduated yeah and i still feel like i've got a lot of time on my hands you know i've still got you know i haven't Technically, my graduation is going to come when I become an accountant. That's my actual graduation. Yeah. As much as I love uni and I love getting that degree, this is now my career that I've got. So this is my actual graduation. It hasn't even happened yet. And I'm fine with it. I'm okay at 26 to say that. Because I feel like I've still got a lot more time. <laughs> Do you know what? What? I realise because I've done it. I've been doing it too. One, I'm going to bring up two points here. One, one is a question and then we... One is, do you ever feel the pressure of time, like saying, okay, I'm 25 now and getting through it. The second thing is, that's the se- you said you're 26 there. I did that last week, I realised, on the you podcast. Said, and I'm like, why do I keep saying this? Why do I, I keep saying I'm, I'm 26? I'm 25. Yeah, Listen, 20, everybody. I hit, I hit the quarter century. It, 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 there's no I'm 26. Not even close to 26 yet. That's the funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why I've said it is because I remember you said it in the last one. And I, in my head, I was going to correct you and I've forgotten. But instead of correcting you, I've just carried on with the 26. But you know what? I would, why I think I said that is because you said we've met, we met, we met when we were 16 and we've known each other 10 years. So for some reason, my brain just splurted out 26. Yeah. And I was sitting there late in the day. I was like, are you OK? Yeah. What, what, what we talk about but anyway i'm saying <laughs> we're 25 years of age it's a great age i'm enjoying it 
but yeah, yeah do you ever feel the pressure like shit i'm getting i'm getting older you're like no i'm only four years out of out of uni it's not I, that deep i really don't I, I really never think i'm getting old no not yet i just feel like i feel like a lot of people do our age 100 a lot of people do our age but i feel like no 25 is plenty of time to play with plenty of time yeah seeing as you gave one word for your answer i think it made me think i was like okay if i'm going in that direction i'd say awareness mm. and let me tell you why <laughs> <laughs> i think by being firstly aware of your situation everyone's situation is different in it even like for us or when you come out of university depending where you live in the world or what opportunities what your family situation is it's going to be different so whatever you're reading or hearing somewhere else can only be applied in a way that's unique to you mm. so i have to remind myself okay what's my situation like where am i where let me just do a quick evaluation of of each part of my life and where can i then put this together in order to get what i want to and so if you're coming out of university you're like well i want to do it all like you're coming from such a different stage in which like university was about fun my awareness my brain was awareness it was fun came out I was like okay i want to make money now i want to just in, i just want to feel some cash in my pocket for the first time mm. i'm aware of that and now like <laughs> i've got to be my my awareness level is shifting to like okay there's there's a there's a there's something there can i can i use that where can i take that now it is is my bills is my etc allowing me space to do that and then you think on top of that that's where i'm i'm kind of trying to figure out so if anyone's got better tips better advice for me how to navigate this situation of life and this purpose come tell me because come chat to us I lose sleep sometimes. <laughs> I do. Sometimes I, I sit up at night. I think I'm not, I think I'm knackered. I'm like, yo, I'm so tired. Hit hit the pillow. Suddenly my brain's like a damn cinema. It starts rolling. I'm like, Jesus. What's going on? First of all, that was a much better answer than mine. Can I can I go back and change my <laughs> Take two, take two, take two. <laughs> Just cut that. Just cut that one. No, that's a good answer. That, that is true. That is true. I feel like it's, it's, it's interesting there because you can ask this question or you can have phrased this sort of podcast at anyone now. I feel like you get so many answers for this. I don't think anyone really, no one really knows the answer, do they? It's just, it's just about trying to figure it out for yourself, trying to figure out life. I feel like we're all, I mean, you, you, you work out what works for you. You work out what works for you. Exactly. You just have to keep talking life. And on... And on that note, as we both raise our hands in the air wonderful. And, and kind of come to an end of this podcast, just want to say a note. Thank you for listening to everybody who listened to the first one. Appreciate it. I appreciate you reaching out if you did. It's fun to do these. This first podcast, well, this second one where we actually got, got into a bit of the stuff, got a bit more, got a bit deep, got a bit more personal, didn't it? But I think there's a lot of interest in those conversations for us because we don't have those conversations any day so i hope you enjoyed it any words from you Sunny, as we finish this yeah just repeat what you said already thanks everyone for listening we got some good feedback on the first one i think people appreciated the introduction and they seemed excited to hear what we had to say which is good so and hope- please feedback on Sunit's mic 
I, yes. I, I want to know what the people are saying. Let me know. I'm saying, uh, listen, I'm, I'm already, I can already envision in certain quarters and quadrants. The Indian Joe Rogues. <laughs> Joe Rogie bit. That's, That's it. That's it. First brown boy to get it popping on the podcast. That's what I'm SB. talking about. Sneak cash experience. What are you telling me? <laughs> and also, if you're watching on YouTube, please can somebody make a comment on Sunit's room? Now, I feel like we talking about lighting earlier. You need the lighting behind the screen, right? This guy's. I, I like the bed sheets there. I like the pillow. I don't know if you've got the the, the like the the memory foam. I'm lacking at home. This is what we do right at the end of the podcast. <laughs> no, 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 we're ended. We're ended. Like we're ended. I'm just saying, people, go and enjoy it. I appreciate your listening. It's all love. It's a pleasure. See Obviously, you. this one we did go a bit into more of a serious, deep conversation, which we want to do on this podcast. But there will be some more light-hearted debates, so don't worry if, if that's what people are interested in as well. We'll get to those. In- we'll be talking life. We'll be going all over the place. Yeah. So, thank you and peace out. Cheers, guys.